Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com You can find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com You can also find Warren Radio on the following Website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Manifest Deliverance, Present Evil World There is a manifest deliverance from this present evil world. There is a path, a way, a light, and a plain path for all to find this deliverance. Is this America's last stand? What most Americans see as a crisis these enemies of the state see it as an opportunity. World Government's Global Chaos In 2022, we face a huge mass of people flooding to our borders due to the Biden administration and their liberal social policies. Eye of the Lord upon the Righteous We have seen past riots, burning, thefts, murders, and more. In addition, pandemics, inflation, and threat of a, worse, of a worse cataclysm to come. It can be said that we have left our foundations and ignored the Lord God. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com Babylon's Grave, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 23 on Battle Lines Babylon's Grave in the comparison of Mystery Babylon and Babylon of old, both face destruction. Babylon owed Isaiah's prophetic book part 21 on battle lines, a very prophetic section and one that Christians today can find hope in the fact of redemption and forgiveness. And be sure to get The Rising it's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new order. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to DanaGlennSmith.com where you can visit our 
Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in The Watchman. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome. This is a Friday. <laughs> I don't know if you're into that. But if you're an American, I'll bet you are. Of course, the amount of Fridays and weekends and holidays that I worked as a professional chef food and beverage manager, general manager, and eventually owning my own restaurant and catering business. I had two of them, along with Tower. (laughs) You were working. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you. Now I'm handling food now. This is the food of God, the Word of God. The Lord says that unless you eat my flesh and drink my, <laughs> drink my blood, you know, there's not going to be any life in you. Boy, that horrified the Jews listening. And even his disciples were bothered. And then he told them later, my words are spirit and they are life. Yeah. You have to be born again to understand a lot of this stuff. If you have religion, you need to get Christ. In the guise of religion, I'll tell you. Ramadan, religious holiday of the Muslims. Why is it? Well, we know why. Well, they go out and kill people. Overseas, preferably Christians. During Ramadan, violence, almost always. Years, it's worse. And of course, now that we're getting to Passover, Pesach, today, of course, is... uh, Shabbat tonight, but also the beginning of Passover, a high holy, a high holy day, and an extra special Sabbath begins tomorrow, begins tonight, ends tomorrow night, and tomorrow night begins the Days of Unleavened Bread, which goes up until next Saturday. Not this coming, not tomorrow, but the next one. 
And so, right on the heels of that, there was violence on the Temple Mount. And of course, some radicalized Jews. Boy, the paper was sure to talk about that in Israel. And if you're on Parler, not, well, not Parler. You can be on Parler, but on Telegram. All Israel news and all Arab news is on Telegram. And uh, you get a lot of articles about what is happening. Which is important. And they list a lot of stuff. They also have a lot of things for... Uh, America on there. So if you get on on that it'll be a good place to go to get some good news. And so at any rate, it's hard to believe how much they hate the Jews. And of course, we do have the Accords of Abraham, but, well, I'll tell you, as much as uh, Ishmael hates Isaac, you know, they can easily fold sideways. not turn out too good. Of course, everybody has been talking about the Ezekiel 38 war and a number of others. You can find uh, various prophecy experts that have it all lined out for you. That's not what I do. I did it one time, long time ago. But I don't agree with a lot of the current ideas on on things beginning with the seven-year tribulation especially that which leads up to the only mentioned which is uh, three and a half years it's mentioned in days in Revelation Daniel mentions it with an extension of the days which many people a number of theologians believe that that's because of the judgment of nations in there. But make no mistake, we're in the end of days. I preach the word of God and I'm waiting for the coming of the Lord while a lot of American Christians have been taught over and over again about the pre-trib rapture. Even the Assemblies of God teach it. I'm a ex-Assembly of God preacher. I'm independent. And, uh, uh, I have a lot of friends that are in the assemblies. I know them very well. Uh, but uh, 
I disagree on some of their policies. I mean, you have to stand on something. You know, if you want to believe in the pre-trib, that's fine with me. I don't get upset over it. The bottom line of it is, is that, uh, you know, if the Lord wants to shorten it and take us all home, I'm, I'm ready to go. But uh, we've got to be here. We've got to be the light in a darkened world. And uh, even... various people including myself have wondered why you would take the church the believers out of the world without a light in the darkness now we will be the Lord will receive us unto himself there's no doubt this is part three of the Lord God, Governor of the Nations. This week, life eternal. I, I felt that was... Uh, now, I didn't plan that. But... Uh, life eternal. And that's an appropriate scripture when we're talking about Passover. Since the Lord is our Passover lamb. And Passover is, is one of, uh, you know, uh, of the Jewish feasts that uh, I particularly like. And uh, if you want to go on over to our websites. Uh, well, actually only one would have it is warn-usa.com. Get up in the nav bar. And look for classic Warren Radio, and you will find teachings on various feasts and stuff, and there should be Passover in there. So, check it out. A couple of interesting things when we talk about faith and God. Yuri Gagarin. He died in 1968. He was born in 1934. He's a Soviet. That was during the Cold War. You remember Khrushchev? I remember that very, very vivid, vividly. Excuse me. He was a Soviet pilot and a cosmonaut. He was the first human to journey into outer space. First human. Now the reason I'm saying that is because uh, on our personal chat that we have, one of our contributors, I shall not mention them, put up a picture of him with a quote of his. Now, I faintly, faintly remember uh, Yuri Gagarian being mentioned. I, I didn't remember at all what he did, so I looked it up. Interesting. And you can't just blankly look at the Soviets and say, well, they're all going to hell or whatever. And uh, this is a guy that was a Soviet, a pilot, and a cosmonaut. Yet he said an astronaut cannot be suspended in space 
and not have God in his mind and his heart. Now, of course, they have the Russian Orthodox Church. Which, over the years, uh, has been kind of the state one, definitely. And all other religions are put down. And uh, even under Putin, there's been crackdown. But we don't hear much out of there, Russia, as far as persecution. But when you talk about Passover, when you talk about Easter, which... In, in the Christian church, they celebrate Easter. Now, I don't celebrate Easter. I celebrate Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, I recognize. And so, wh- when you include these and you look at that overall, you can see the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And uh, the sad part about the churches in America, they're religious, all of them. They've gotten comfortable, which is normal. Being an American, being raised an American, I know what I'm talking about, comfort. I have spent a lifetime feeding people food and waiting on them and cleaning up tables and and even when I was the boss and the one that did the cooking and the shipping, I remember one night we did we had a big banquet. It was over 800. By the time it was done and I turned around, a lot of our help who helped us for the night just left. And there was four of us to clean up after 800 people with all those rounds, which are tables, We worked for 24 hours straight from the beginning of that to the ending of it. Yeah, I I know what spoiled people are and how much work it is to cater to people's needs. Well, I got news for you. Christ catered to your need when he died on the cross for your sins. He's glorified at the right hand of the Father and ever-living to make intercession for the saints. And it's up to you to go to him, although he will draw you. He takes an active involvement in in that. He does. We hear all kinds of testimonies all the time straight off of the mission field about people coming to the Lord. After he's revealed himself to him. And there was an article. (laughs) And I'm thinking. That it was. In. It may not have been, but there's a lot of stuff in it in Israel News. But they were talking, yeah, here it is. Now, I've seen this before. I know about this. But he's talking about why are so many Muslims celebrating Easter this year? Well, the ones that truly get saved, you know, and they're overseas, 
Easter is a major thing that and Christmas celebrated in a lot of these Christian arenas. And uh, and they say Muslim women who are the spiritual gatekeepers of their religion are abandoning are abandoning their posts to become Christians to believe in Jesus. Yes, sir. We t- we've been talking about this for some time, and then I see it on, on, and this is on all Arab news, which is uh, on all all Israel. They're the same, run by the same people, the same um, author. I was thinking it's Joel Rosenberg, but I don't know if it's Rosenberg, but he's an author, very successful author. And uh, so it's interesting. And, and that's literally what, what is happening. I mean, we've been getting the reports for a long time and we've been reporting them. And then they put it on all Arab news. But also, you know, during this time, the big thing came out as well. A former CIA official told all Israel news that the moment has passed for Israel's military to take out Iran's nuclear weapons program if diplomacy fails. And they ask, is he right? Well, I guarantee you that uh, if they begin to cause trouble, looks like they're going to ship it, Israel will fight back. And they they will not stop to go after them. Uh, so make no mistake, no American CIA official, I wouldn't trust them anyway. Especially of late. Them nor the FBI. And that's all there is to it. So we are... As many of you know, life eternal came through the Son of God, Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord. And it is to him that the Father gave power over all flesh. And it is also here that he will give eternal life to as many as the Father has given him. And that pertains on whoever receives the Lord and believes on him. And and while people have talked about a limit, you know, people that are chosen. It does say many... <laughs> when you come to the Lord, there's a lot of people that are always ready to go. But very few wind up staying there. And you become the select few which is actually more than a few. But it's so easy to fall away from the Lord and to become comfortable. In 1 Corinthians 15:22, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Verse 23, we've got a few more verses. But every man in his own order... Christ the firstfruits, afterwards they that are Christ that is coming. Now we're all waiting for that, but Christ is the firstfruits. And of course, and there's the second and the third and the fourth, you know, onward. We're 
in the latter end of that, but they said the first shall be last and the last shall be first. It's a good thing. <laughs> There's going to be a long line, you know. But at any rate, that is a little humor. As in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. He's been given that power. The reason I like Corinthians here is because it delineates an order. It begins with, for in Adam all shall die. All die. All have sinned and come short, short of the glory of God. The soul that sins, it shall die. But in Christ, all will be made alive. You have to receive him. John 1. You have to be born again of the Spirit. John 3. You have to abide in him. John 15. You have to walk in the light as he is in the light. 1 John 1. You have to confess your sins. Romans. You can read 3 through 7 about that. And you need that power to be born again. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, and afterwards they that are Christ at his coming. Now see, there's another little order here. Then comes the end. When he shall have delivered the kingdom up to God. Now there's a few events in between his coming and this particular thing. But Paul is summing it up. And there is going to be an end. A final end. You know, after his coming. After, after the tribulation. After his coming. After the millennium. And after the great white throne judgment. Then comes the end. When he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. Even the father. When he shall have put down all rule. And all authority and all power. That is the, that's the delineation. He will put down all rule. All authority and all power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Now his enemies are our enemies. But the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And that's where we're going to have eternal life. In this new kingdom. And when we look at this kingdom we're in now. When I look in America. You know America is in a distressing state. It really is. And we have got thousands and thousands of illegals, as we call them, in our country already. And we have even more than that. We have millions in our country. We've got millions more coming. And this month, Title 42, which has been in place for a long, long time, has now threatened by Joe Biden to get rid of it and by doing that all these people are coming up and they're already coming 
And this all has been planned on America. And so America as a kingdom, as what it was, has ceased to exist. It, it's no longer there. It's in some of the hearts, and there are people fighting to bring it back to what it was. But we have literally a major portion of America. Probably as many that want to save it would be 50%. And there's another equal amount on the other side that want to destroy it. And a house divided against itself is not going to stand. And I've been telling the illegals, don't you come up here to America. This place is under judgment. And you come up here, you're going to die. You're going to starve. That's the America today. Unless we get this turned around, unless America really repents and gets down to business, this country is not going to be the America that you think. And eventually it will be destroyed. This country from shore to shore will experience a judgment the likes of which you have never seen. Now I know that's coming. I was shown that. I was told that. America as you know it will cease to exist. The exact words. Nevertheless, you don't have to take my word for it. Now, we're going to be celebrating our 25th anniversary of this end-time ministry. Make, make no mistake, we began back in the mid-70s. The end-time call was about 25, will be about 25 years ago, and the Lord called me specifically to this ministry. But it's a heartache to watch it fall. But see, the kingdom we're waiting for is the kingdom of the Lord's. And then 27, for he has put all things under his feet, but when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest or plain that he is accepted, which did put all things under him, which is the Father. And when all things are subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. When the Lord put every, puts everything under his feet, he doesn't put the Father under his feet. He is not overthrowing the government. He and the Father are one. One in purpose and everything else. But see, when it's all done and said and everything is in order the way it should be, then the Son will give the kingdom to the Father officially and will be subject to the Father so that everything will be in the Father that God may be all in all. And see, Corinthians is the only place 
that you can really find that order like that. Now in John 17, 1 through 6, and this is a summary. When you talk about the Lord's Prayer, we have one we call the Lord's Prayer. This is really one of the main specific Lord, the prayer of the Lord, the speaking, the, you know, the things that he sums up in John 17. These words spake Jesus <clears throat> and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Now see, this, this is the will of the Father. When we when we talk about exactly who it is that's going to get saved. It's not like the Father. And, and this is a train of thought out there in, in a teaching. That there's only so many people out there. I mean, you can come to the Lord. And if you begin to sin and fall away and never come back, then you were never really saved anyway. There's others that say once you're you know, since Christ died on the cross, everybody's been saved automatically and you don't have to do anything. The truth of the matter is, is that you have to walk in the light as he is in the light. There are costs. As you have given him power over all flesh, he's been given that that he would give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And that's all those who will come to him. See now, John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. Now that is the will of the Father. That everybody would believe and come to the Father. Now following that verse, the Lord says in there that they're not going to come because they won't, you know, they love darkness so much, they won't come to the light. Many will never come to the light. Many don't want to. Many are blinded. And I, you know, and in America, the way we do things here, we can make you love your delusion. The Lord gave Isaiah word, and that word is, I will choose your delusions, bring your own fears upon you, because when I called, you did not answer. 
The Lord's been calling America back from this and its pile of sins. And these are grievous sins. And, and it's getting worse every day. But America is not going to repent. Now the people may, but the government and the corruption in this country is here for a reason. Because there are forces that are dark forces that wanted to destroy America, the family, and everything else. I talked about this 25 years ago or so. Because there were powers that be, one of them among them was China, that wanted to destroy the family in America, wanted to destroy the middle class, wanted to destroy the marriage between a man and a woman, and bring all sorts of abominations to this country. Now see, that's exactly what happened to the children of Israel. There's a story to that effect. You can read it in the Old Testament. But see, the enemies of Israel figured out. You see, they remembered what God done to the children of Israel when they, what God did to Egypt, rather, when he delivered the children of Israel. And they knew they couldn't beat that. So they figured the next best thing is to tempt Israel, get them to sin so God won't help them. <laughs> well, that's the same tactic that's been used on America for many years. And we have teachers, we have politicians, we have billionaires, all who have created a society which will overthrow the America that I used to know. And I was born before the 60s, but I was there to understand the 60s. And we didn't trust the government then. But see, a lot of the yippies and the hippies, they actually, you know, after they got done with their partying and free love, they got degrees and became lawyers and politicians. And then their kids did the same thing. Well, at any rate, as we go on, giving life, eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. See, you have two. You can't have the Father without the Son, and vice versa. Now, John points that out in his epistles. But see, 
Paul also pointed out that when he left, many grievous wolves would enter in. The apostles were very clear to warn, as did our Lord, of the false Christ, the false teachers, that would enter in and deceive many. The Lord pointedly says, and you can read this, get into Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13. And, and read them. Get to understand them. Because deception is the thing that's killing America. And deception and comfort. And everything that we've had here. Riches, prosperity. You know, I've got videos that is easily available online. Now this one was from a cattle rancher who happens to be part of a he's in Texas and he is also is head of the cattlemen's organization and I can't remember the name of the organization but he was talking about all of his cattle being fat and ready for market, and the government boys came around and said, well, you can't take them there. You're going to have to kill them, and we'll give you a place to destroy them. But he, went, he goes through this video and shows you, and see, we heard this. I heard this earlier, a long time earlier. And it came from other farmers who said that the government came up and said they wanted me to destroy all my crops. This guy said again, this is later. This is this is a long time afterwards. It's been within the year that all this has happened. And he said, understand this, your crops are being plowed under. Your cattle is being slaughtered and not going to market. Cargill, who has beef cattle, and, you know, a, a meat processing plant has been closed down. And they had 21% of the market because they joined with Bill Gates and others to produce soybeans so they can make the fake burger and get Americans off of meat. And, and that, that's been one of Bill Gates' thing. Americans need to eat veggie burgers and this is what these people are doing they're, and the other thing they're doing is bringing this in for one reason because when they take away your food take away everything you've depended on you have nothing to hang on this is Marx's theology when it comes to bringing down a nation they ruin the economy and you know also in the news has been Venezuela people who reminded us what it was like and what it's become. It has nothing going now. People, there's no food. There's nothing. Now see, you take that away, force it to where the government has to take care of you, then they'll initiate the controls to where 
well, you wind up like Shanghai, where you have COVID. They lock you in your in your room. They want everybody in high rises localized together so they can control the population. Now, see this. I talked about this 20 years ago. We all knew it back then. Many of us who were who are on talk radio. I've been doing talk radio for a long time. I began years ago doing shortwave. I was on satellite. I'm not into that. I'm doing it this way now. And I'm here to tell you that this whole thing is coming down in America. So it's time. You better understand eternal life. And you better understand who the enemy is. And if you're in America today, everybody's going to be an enemy of those taken over. Until you are tested enough. And you may be dead by that time. But see, the Lord's coming back to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And when you destroy the earth, what happens to the inhabitants? They're dead. Okay? You can't destroy the earth without killing life, plants, and human beings. So, he's coming back to destroy those who have destroyed the earth. And along with that, there's going to be the judgment of the blood, as I call it. Where he avenges the deaths of all those who have been killed by these people in power. And he will feed them blood. Read the judgments of the blood. I've got an entire study on this. John 6. 26 through 29. Very, verily, verily, I say unto you, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. Now see, this is the feeding of the 5,000. And this is after it. When he went across the, the lake to the other side, and the people wanted to know where he went. So they finally found out where he went, so they sought him out and came to him. And he says, you're not seeking me because you saw the miracles. They're seeking him because they ate of the loaves and they were filled. They got a free meal. Well, see, I understand that. I was in the service. They had the, a Christian servicemen center. Now, I think at that time it was called the Servicemen's Christian Center. And they changed the name because not all servicemen are Christians, so they turned around and called it the Christian Servicemen Center. One of the two. They changed it. But see, I was raised in the church. <coughs> I knew who Jesus was. I knew who the apostles were. I knew the stories. So when I became a, a serviceman, when I was in the Navy... You never turn down a free meal. Well, I found on the weekends I could go to one place and get a free meal and then go to another place to get a free meal. And in between, I could buy 25% Coney Island dogs, for instance. <coughs> and I could have a whole weekend with practically no money at all, which I usually didn't have. But at this Christian Servicemen Center, you had to sit there through a sermon. Well, that's fine. 
I will. To get a free meal, I'll do that. I was skinny then, walking all the time, went through shoes all the time. And you have an appetite when you're a kid. See, that's, you know, they got the free meal, that's fine. What about the miracles? Well, we don't care, we got full. So they go look him up again and he's not there. So they have to go find him. So he tells them, labor not for the meat which perishes, which is exactly what we do in America, but for that meat which endures unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give you. For him has God the Father sealed. Then they said in him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. That's the work. To believe. Now the results of your believing, being born again, there will be fruits automatically. Because of the Spirit of God that's on the inside of you. Once you become born again. Once be born again of the Spirit. It will happen. Your desires and everything change. And that's why they say, well, if your desires and everything doesn't change and you don't want to change, then you haven't been truly born again. See, because we use this, and the Lord used it. See, the devils believe, but they're not saved. They believe and tremble. Jesus would come upon a demon and they could cry out and he'd tell them to hush up and rebuke them and pull them out by the power of God. See, and we're in an end of days prophetic, the Lord's coming. Now, I don't get caught up, as I said earlier, on, on all the other stuff that everybody's interested in. I'm brass tacks. This is the word of God. You believe on the Lord. You walk in faith and go forward. Because the same power that saved you and delivered you and moves in your heart is the same power that's going to give you the power to overcome what you're facing. Because we're not going to face it alone. And further... Now, that, that previous one was in John 6. He's still dealing with the Jews, and he's in John 8 now. He didn't shy away at all. 21 through 24, Then said Jesus again to them, I go my way, and you shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whither I go, you cannot come. Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Because he says, Whither I go, you cannot come. In other words, you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to Sheol. And he said unto them, You are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins, for if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. And they knew, but they rejected it. The biggest enemy that he had was the religious of his day. And, you know, you can look at the high priest and all of his helper priests and everybody around him, the Pharisees and Sadducees, even the people feared the Pharisees and, and, you know, the high priest. They could kick them out of the temple. And that's where their whole religion centered around. Now, see, when the Lord came and delivered us, 
we are the temple of God. Faith doesn't center around a building. It centers around the Son of God, and you are the temple of the Son of God through his Spirit. Now, it doesn't mean we can't go into buildings and fellowship, but the building is not the power. The building is the Spirit of God on the inside of believers who gather together in his name, where two or more are gathered in my name, I am in the midst. That is the church. That's the ecclesia. But today in America... And many of the denominations want you to believe that it's the denomination, it's the organizations of men. It is not. Now, that doesn't mean God can't use them. It doesn't mean that they're all going to hell. That's not what I'm saying. But you have to realize what this is, because I'm telling you what. You get overseas and get in your building, and you do the same thing every week at the same place. The enemies, which are Muslim extremists, will find you, or Hindus, and they will kill you while you're sitting in your church. And the same thing in America. That's their modus operandi. Well, the Lord told his own apostles that if they persecute you here, go to the next one. Go to the next village. Second Corinthians 4, we got several verses here, 3 through 6. And see, while we're in the world, we have to live here. But see, the thing of it is, here's a little thing. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. To, you know, to redeem you, to get you to see that. But the gospel is hid. And there are millions of people. The communist Chinese, the Russian socialists, the millions of Muslims, Millions of Hindus and even millions of Americans today that were raised around this Christian consciousness but are not conscious of Christ. I read an article today. It was in some of my stuff coming across my desktop, all the, all the stuff I go through. And it was a woman whose daughter is estranged from her because of a divorce. And her husband didn't want anything to do with Christ, so they split up. He left. And the daughter's grown up now, has her own kids, two of them, and does not want her mother to talk to her children about Jesus in any way. So the answer was, this is, uh, was in All Things Ministry. Very good ministry, by the way, All Things Ministry. See, this is the thing in, uh, in the world. People are blinded for many reasons. She was blinded 
because of how it affected her family. So she blamed Jesus. The solution prayed for her, love her, and bring her into the kingdom. And see, in America, people are blinded for many reasons. But see, if you look at some of the Muslims, as I said earlier, there's Muslim women coming to the Lord. And they get disowned. And there's also sheiks. There's imams. I've covered all of these that come to the Lord that are suddenly gloriously saved because of the power of God. And I'm telling you that the enemies of Christ are coming to the Lord. And the problem we have is the Christian nation called America now has been falling away from the Lord and doing more abominations, and we're doing so many abominations today. This judgment of God is heavy on this nation, and this nation's need to repent, every Christian, every church. And I'm telling you, church, you get out in the street, you repent, Get out of that church. You all get together and you repent before God. Cry out loud so the neighborhood hears you. Don't go hide somewhere. We need them to know it must be done. We all need to do that. Because I don't want this nation destroyed. But I've already been told. A long, long time ago. Decades ago. America as I knew it would cease to exist. And knowing that. And preaching. And trying to reach a land that is going to be destroyed is the most gut-wrenching, hard thing I've ever done. And see, the thing of it is, is that this nation could have already turned the corner where it's too late. I don't think it is. Whether or not this nation is destroyed totally depends upon how it responds to God and repents of its sins. Father, thank you for your word. Bless those that heard this whenever they do. Give them a good weekend. Bless them. Draw them to yourselves. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word in Jesus' name. Go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Be sure to pick up my book, The Rising, and read it and leave a comment. You can leave it on Amazon. You can leave comments. We're on a lot of places with this book. You can send us an email and tell me what you think. Do it through our websites. The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. You get it. It's a good book. Shalom, my friends. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.